Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the His and Her Rewatch podcast, where we watch movies that he likes, and watch movies that she likes. I'm the His, Caleb, and with me, as always, my breathtaking wife, the Her, Megan! Hi Megan! Oh, that might be the best one of all. Oh, you like that one? Breathtaking. <laughs> breathtaking. I thought you were going to say distracting. Distract. <laughs> you are distracted tonight. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. That's okay, though. I've been distracted before with stuff on TV that I've been interested in. Yeah. I usually have to put my back to the TV. <laughs> I know. See? We were watching the Grammys. The Grammys are on while we were recording. Yeah. Um, but if anything comes on important, I'll just pause it and we'll watch it later. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I only get a few minutes to record. We just hit the record button on that. True, true. But anyways, well, welcome to uh, this episode, Megan. Thanks for joining me. And we've been, I think we're back into our busy mode for with the kids. And so this yeah. is... Yeah, did we even ever leave? <laughs> well, we had a good little break in the yeah. in the December and a little bit in January. And now it's, ooh, it's full blown. So Yeah. So here we are. Taking our time to do the podcast together. That's so, right. So. This is fun, though. I really enjoy doing this with you, so it's worth it. It's worth the too. time. It's kind of like I a, know you don't think so, but I do. I know. <laughs> Sometimes. No, I do. I think it's like a date night for us. That's yeah. what I kind of do. So it's fun. So, but thanks everybody for continuing to support us and all our and everything that we're doing with the social media and where you're finding us on all of our platforms. Um, we have something exciting this week that happened that we've expanded our oh, reach. Yes. I was like, we, what? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? We expanded our reach on, on the internet, yes. uh, so to speak. So uh, we are officially on YouTube. Yeah. So all of our episodes I spent. We're killing it over there. It's crazy. I know. It's amazing. I don't even know what's going understand. on. I don't know. So YouTube is a new beast for me, but I did go ahead before I announced that it was on there. I took a couple of days and got all the past episodes on YouTube. So if you are, if this is your first episode, welcome for starters. Yeah. And if you want to go back, if YouTube is a, a good way for you to listen to us, um, just go subscribe and and hit the bells or whatever youtube does and yeah. you do that <laughs> like so, and subscribe like and subscribe that's right <laughs> so we're excited about that I, i'm interested in to see how that the the different beast that youtube is it's totally different yeah, on a is. lot of areas and just to just to preface it is still just our voices it is just we have not done video yet um i do think that's something that will eventually happen for us i know we've talked about it in the beginning um <clears> but yeah, we just we want to make sure we do it correctly when we do do it, right? And not like crappy job, very cheesy and, and yeah, and not very good. So it's okay. We're uh, doing what we can for now. I know that our our website that we use to post our podcast, which is Podbean, they do a very easy job for us. They make it easy to make the video clips, and they put they put it that makes it easy to make a video. And then I just. I just go back and put in a thumbnail for it, and it makes it very, very easy. So excited about that! So look forward to more YouTube videos, and I'll part. I'll start putting some some of the reels and the TikToks. I'll put yeah, those they do on YouTube too. shorts. Yeah, that's what yeah. The, I put YouTube short on there, and it's been crazy. Yeah, it's the same I think one I put YouTube on TikTok. Shorts are kind of a new things, not not new, but new were. Right. So YouTube really pushes those out yeah. a lot. Yeah, that's what the kids, I think the first, when they heard, they heard, I think one of them was like, you need to make it, put it on shorts. And like, yeah. So they already knew that like shorts was the, the was the thing to do. So. Yeah. So, well, um, 
just look forward to that. So anyways, I do want to do have a little shout out to a podcast that I reached out to recently and they were kind enough to reach back out and just some advice and some, and they're kind of the reason that I started YouTube because they advised it and they had a nice, nice response to my email and stuff. So I want to shout out, uh, uh, it's called reading between the reels podcast and they're kind of similar to us with a different premise. They, they have a little more, uh, in depth about how, how podcast, uh, how movies are, um, some of the meanings behind the movies and stuff. So cool. it's kind of interesting. I li- I've, I listen to some of those. They're a bi-weekly um, podcast. Okay. So I'll make sure I keep up with them. They'll be pretty easy to keep up with because uh, um, with with only being bi-weekly. So I look forward to Yeah. So to if you like our podcast, you'll like their podcast, yeah. right? <laughs> right, right. And the, a little bit different. And so it's fun. It's, all, it's a lot of different ones out there. So I just um, found them and I thought they were pretty cool. So shout out to... Reading Between the Reels podcast. All right, we'll get into our episode, Megan. This was my episode that I got to pick, and I realized, I realized that you had never seen this before, right? No. You had I, never seen it. I slightly heard of it. Like, I, I realized it was a thing, which now I realize, and now I realize why I knew that was because this is a remake from the first Italian job. I didn't realize that, yeah. but, but now I know because I was like, I thought this was like an old movie, <laughs> and now that I know that this is the remake of it. <laughs> right. So yeah, we are, we're here to talk about the 2003 action heist movie, I guess, uh, The Italian Job. The plan was flawless. The next 45 minutes, we own this place, gentlemen. Okay, Steve, it's right above you. The heist was perfect. The escape was clean. What are you going to do with your share? I'm going to get a 9777 with the 70 watt amps and Burr Brown VACs. It's a big stereo. Speakers so loud they blow women's clothes off. The only threat was the one they never saw coming. What the hell are you doing? Make a few plans of my own. There's nowhere you can go or we won't find you. That's probably right, John. Now. Harlem's It's in Los Angeles. Stealing that gold is not going to bring my father back. It's not about the gold. John was like a father to me, too. And I just can't move on until I set things right. They're not in it for the pay. Hey, Steve. Gang's all here. You have no idea how hard it is for me not to reach across this table and kill you. You want to start the game up again? That's fine with me. They're in it. For the payback. You'll try to think about my guards. I have five of them that you don't know about. I don't do dogs. I had a real bad experience. What happened? I had a bad experience. You tried to hack the system. You ready to create the biggest traffic jam in the history of Los Angeles? I'm so ready. Oops. You can try to crack my safe. He took my father from me. I'm taking this. He just blew the best thing you had going for you. He just blew the element of surprise. Surprised? Why do you get to punch him and I don't? Paramount Pictures presents The gold is coming to us. Gridlock every route except for the one we choose. Force that truck to go exactly where we want it to go. Stop it before they hit the street. Sick guys. Moment of truth. play and I came out on top. It's over when I say it's over. Five seconds of pain on the train. Mark Wahlberg, Charlize Theron, Edward Norton, Seth Green, Jason Statham, Mose Gaff, and Donald Sutherland. Moves. The game is over. Just give up already. You got no imagination. Hey, back into my truck! 
spirit. The Italian job. You know this is never about the gold. Whatever helps you sleep at night, sweetheart. The, uh, the Italian job, I know I'd seen this movie before, and so I always think back on like where I was when this movie came out. Right. So I, I, and I don't remember seeing this in theaters. So like 2003, it came out in May of 2003, May 30th. And so this would have been the year before we met. This is, this. This is uh, and I would have been one year out of college, I mean, out of high school. I would have been in college. So this was... I mean, I would have seen it the year it came out, because especially if you had never seen it before. No. So, and I think I've seen it on TV some, but it had been a long time since I've seen it. So, I was kind of interested to watch this movie over again because I know I enjoyed it um, for the time, and I was curious to see how it held up. Um, there's a lot of, you know, stuff that goes on in it. You know, I know technology changes, and you always talk about practical versus effects versus, you know. Uh, CGI and stuff. Right. So how some of these to see how the movies kind of more made and pay attention to some of those things, to how to appreciate it and if it still holds up or not. So, right. and then I like to know what your um, feelings are. <laughs> but we'll get into that. I don't know. <laughs> I know you have op- opinions. We'll go over some of the facts and some of the actors and stuff that are involved and in, and in, in everything like we usually do. So this was uh, they had a uh, the Italian job had a budget of. Sixty million dollars, and it made one hundred seventy-six million at the box office. It ranked thirty-fourth that year on the box office. So, two thousand three, Megan. <laughs> what was some of the top five movies uh, in two thousand and three? Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> I think I said that every time. No, it is not Toy Story. <laughs> um, it, there is a James Pixar, Bond. There's a Pixar movie at the top five. James Bond. Cars. No. 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 Frozen. No. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love you just throw movies out. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> really? No, number one movie was Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. I was close to Star Wars. <laughs> uh, we, second was Finding Nemo. Oh. Uh, the Matrix Reloaded, uh, Pirates, of the Car- Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Was that the first one? Black Pearl? Mm, I think that was the I first think one. so. And then Bruce Almighty was top five. Um because we're, I did notice this that because this is a kind of a cars driving movie that um, Fast and Furious Two, the Too Fast Too Furious, came out the same year. Oh, okay. I thought that was kind of funny. You got all those wrong. You get no credit, <laughs> no points. No points. I didn't know we were no playing points. for points. <laughs> I know. I know I'm you're going to do be... some homework before next yeah, time. Not like last time you cheated. I did cheat. I don't know why I never can remember you're going to do that. <laughs> it's okay. I think it's funner that way. <laughs> I know. I, 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 I mean, don't I don't, be sad. You think I catch on? <laughs> right. Uh, this movie had no no uh, awards to speak of, though. Then, um, so we have writer uh, writers Donna and Wayne Powers. Um, they were married at the time. They they divorced not long after that. But they also did um, Deep Blue Sea and Valentine together. Okay. Uh, and then also writing credit is Troy Kennedy Martin, who wrote the original um, Italian Job in okay. the 1969 movie that starred Michael Caine. So, and I didn't really look too much into what this movie was. From what I understand, it was it was a fun, it was a good movie, well received movie. But this movie really is not like it's just the name is really what they get out of it. It's like right. a heist movie also. But it's it's basic. I think maybe some of the names are the same. Okay. But 
I don't think it's, it's nothing really relatable. Nothing really relatable. Gotcha. And, and from what I understand, I hadn't watched the movie, so could be off base on that. But that's from what I understand. Director F. Gary Gray. Yeah. First uh, time I read this, I thought it was Gary Gary. It does. It does. <laughs> Gary Gray. What a great name. <laughs> that's definitely a choice to go by. Yes. If that's his middle name or however it does. But I thought he was interesting looking up F. Gary Gray. He, he started by directing uh, music videos. Um, one of the big ones was Ice Cube. He did, what? Yeah. Yeah. He did uh, Cypress Hill, Outcast, Dr. Dre, Queen Latifah. He did oh, some wow, of the music cool. videos. It was really neat. His first film was Friday. In 1995, which starred Ice Cube. Okay, this well, kinda, that makes sense. It's kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. And some of the other films he's done, he did A Man Apart, uh, Be Cool. Uh, he did Straight Outta Compton, um, The Fate of the Furious, which is the eighth Fast and Furious movie in 2017, and Men in Black International in 2019. Um, so it's pretty neat, uh, just how he's come. He's pretty cool. Um, and then, which is interesting, we'll go ahead and jump to some of the people, but in The Fate of the Furious, he directed also Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. I think Theron every time. Theron. Theron, yeah. right. It's Charlize <laughs> Theron and Jason Statham, who are in this movie, mm-hmm. were also in... That's the Fast and Furious movies, right? Right, The Fate of the Furious. They were all in that. And so he directed those two as well. So that was neat. And then I got into a deep thing into uh, into Mark Wahlberg. Oh wow! <laughs> I got a little deep into Mark Wahlberg, and I had never really looked him up. And there were some questions I had about him, like from what I thought I knew or things I heard. So I kind of went down like a rabbit hole. Okay. <laughs> kind of like how you did with Jim Carrey. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, um, so I always everybody talked about he's Mark. His nickname's Marky Mark, and right. uh, so I wasn't sure where that came from or anything, and I had. I thought he was like a, he had like a music thing background or whatever. So, so sure enough, Mark uh, Mark Wahlberg, aka Marky Mark, he's the actual brother of Donnie Wahlberg, mm-hmm. who was from New Kids on the Block. Right, I knew that. You knew that. Yeah, okay, yeah. I yeah. had thought I might have known that or heard that, but I didn't really. I wasn't for sure. But so he's also married to what's her face? That's on Jenny. Uh, um, Jenny Wahlberg, but I don't think that's her. That's not. No, her. it's Jenny. Uh, what is her name? I don't know. Jenny, <laughs> dang it, yeah, yeah. But yeah. She's on the Mass Singer. She's on the, which is what we love. We to love watch. to watch yeah, the Mass yeah. Singer, and she talks that. about him all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they she's always so guess. Worried. They always guess Mark Wahlberg on like every person because he can sing too. That's, <laughs> That's right. where you get it from. Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised he hasn't been on there yet. <laughs> I know I am too. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. I think he's just a little busy. Maybe. <laughs> But, Donnie, maybe not. <laughs> I think she would immediately recognize. Right. I but, think she's very yeah, uh, prepared. prepared for him to be on there. And so she's listening out. But she knows her boy bands, uh, for sure. But uh, I didn't know this, that Mark Wahlberg was an original member of New Kids on the Block. <laughs> when he was the, the, uh, the, the member that was not named. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like 13 at the time when they started. And then he quit after like a couple months. Um, but he had his own hip hop group. It was called Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Oh yes, I do remember that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So and that was from like ninety one to ninety three or, or something. And so they had uh, a number one hit in the Billboard uh, Billboard Hot one hundred and Good Vibrations. Um, Interesting. And then he had they had another top ten called Wild Side. Huh. So. Um, not good vibration, not to be confused with the Beach Boys. Right, exactly. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Yes. That's the Beach Boys. Right. <laughs> okay. I won't play the music. I won't play the music because uh, YouTube will 
we'll flag those. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but you can look up Good Vibrations and Wild Side um, from Marky, Walber- uh, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. I thought that was name. so funny. What a, I know, what a name. What a name for the 90s. <laughs> um, but he's been acting since the early 90s. Uh, and I was trying to remember what I had first. I thought this was might have been the first thing I had seen him in. But then I looked it up. I was like, I definitely saw him in Planet of the Apes, the 2001 remake of Planet of the Apes. I definitely saw him first um, in that one. And then, uh, def- uh, you know, this was probably the second movie I'd seen him in with um, Italian Job. Um, he had done he done a really cool football movie, uh, Invincible. Yeah, that was a really good that. one. Um, the Departed, uh, Shooter, uh, The Other Guys. Yeah, we talked that's about what that. I remember him from, yeah. is The Other Guys. That's and then so Ted. I've never seen Ted, Ted. but mm-hmm. uh, that's just, he's always been associated with that little bear. Yeah. <laughs> so many commercials. Helped or hurt his career, I don't know. I don't know. But he does have good, he does have comed- good comedic chops. And he's yeah. got, he's I, feel, I feel like he's more, he's, in, in my opinion, mm-hmm. I like him, I like, he has a very dryness about him. Mm-hmm. And for serious roles, I just don't think it clicks for me. But I feel like for his comedic movies, they're just genius. Like when he's in the other guy. Like action comedies? Yes, like I think they're just so funny because he's so dry, and to me, for like the like the non-comedy actions, I feel like it just comes off as kind of like disingenuine, I okay. guess. But it's just kind of flat, kind of yeah, flat, flat, little Very flat. flat. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, I got you. Yeah. So, did, what did you think about him in this? In in um, I did not care for it. I feel like there could have been another person. Okay. I don't know who, <laughs> but I just don't feel like. He was the best for the role, like maybe a different role in this movie, yeah. but for a lead con I he, man, I don't know. I just, yeah. didn't, it just didn't, I just didn't get it. I think he's a good leading actor in a yeah. lot of roles. Like he does good in a lot of these leading actors. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe it was the writing uh, a lot on it. But I mean, to be honest, in this movie, like there's not a lot of character development. No, in no, this. not at all. And so, I mean, this is a really good. I guess you could consider like a um, a popcorn movie. You know, yeah. it's just like, you know, you're not really getting any depth to characters or development or, you know, you know, it's pretty straightforward plot. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably a lot to do with it. Um, you know, all these characters, you know, we don't really get much history. We get a little bit of history on some of these characters. They have a little flashback, but not so much. So I think that might have something to do with it. And yeah. then it's just more worried about the action and stuff, yes. which he does great in action. I think he's a yes. good action star. I think he's a he does good comedic comedy. He does good comedy as well, and in the combination, uh, comedy and action with Mark, yes. Mark Wahlberg, I think he does great. So. Yeah, I agree. You agree? Okay. We're good. We're on the same page. On that. Okay. okay. <laughs> no shade to Mark Wahlberg. I do like him. No. I think he's a great, great person. I just don't think this movie was... Or maybe, like you said, maybe it was the writing. Maybe it was um, his lines. Simple, just, ri- simple writing. Yeah, his lines just didn't get delivered very well. I don't think. Mm, okay. Yeah, I can see that. There's no, no shame in that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like you. I'm not like you. You're like, you're like, how do you say that? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> you would if it was against somebody you like. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so then we we have uh, Charlie's Theron in this one. Uh, she we talked a lot about already. We, we did. Yes. We talked a lot about her when we did. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, Mad uh, Max. I'm oh, sorry. Mad Max. I know it was my pick. This is my Mad Max. Mad Max Fury Road. Something with an M. <laughs> yeah, Mad Max Fury Road. We did talk about her. So Charlie Theron plays uh, Stella uh, Bridger in this one, and like we talked about before, though, that uh, she's won an Oscar for her 
Best Actress in the 2004 movie Monster. And then I think you talked about you had seen, you remember her a lot from Hancock. Yes. Um, and then she, she, I think, I just think she's a really good, she's a really good uh, action, female mm-hmm. action star. Yeah, she's like, a strong lead. Yeah, strong female action lead. Mm-hmm. Um, she does really well. She reminds me a lot of like Angelina Jolie, um, yeah. her, her style. Less severe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's got a little softness to her that Angelina Jolie doesn't. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, I understand that. But I think, I, I kind of, I don't know, I kind of see her as that kind of role. They could do, they probably could do similar roles. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe choices and stuff, but. Uh, and then, like we said, she's done three of the Fast movies, and she's also with the same director, like we talked about. Um, Edward Norton plays the our antagonist in this uh, as Steve. Are you an Edward Norton fan? Or do you like him in things? I do. do you... I like him. Okay. I think he's really good. Of course, I know him from uh, Incredible Hulk. Right. We talked about that already. And then, not not on the podcast, but in person. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I remembered him in Knives Out. Remember that? Yes. It was not Knives Out. It was the other, Glass no, Onion. he was both. He was in both of them? Knives Out was the first movie. Right. And then Glass Onion was okay. the... Was the, uh, I, mean, I got him as Glass Onion. Maybe I missed the that he was. Yeah, I couldn't he was remember. Both, yeah. He was a Knives Out and Glass Onion. But which no, is I super... loved him in this. Actually, at first I was kind of like, eh, I just don't know if it's believable. But as the movie kept going, I was like, I really don't like this guy. Yeah. Like I thought he did a really good job. Good job of being like the sleazy, you know, <laughs> villain in this movie. You know, like the richy snobby like you know, too good for you type person. Because right. he wasn't, he's not a big guy. You know, he's tiny. It's like, yeah, he doesn't get good at that. I hate being second best, so yes. I'm going to give up. I, you know, that the whole... That spoiled brat mentality, yeah. yeah. No, he, I thought Non-team he did Non-team player and just right, right. his own thing. And he just always seems so unhappy and he just wanted stuff. But he really wanted, you know, he to really be, wanted he to be number one. But he wanted, he wanted to be number one. Yeah. And but then he realized when he was on the top and lonely at the time, you know? <laughs> lonely. And he's scared. Yeah. And he's always yeah, looking over his, just, ba- over his shoulder. And he thought he could throw money around everywhere, you know? And so, no, I loved, I liked him in this role. I you thought he did a good okay. job. I wasn't quite sure at the beginning, but no, I thought he did good. Yeah. And a little, because some other stuff that Edward Norton's been in, like, uh, he, um, a big popular movie was Fight Club um, he, with Brad which Pitt. Which I've never seen before. Which you've never seen. I thought about that, doing that on the <laughs> podcast, but I'm worried that it's, not appropriate and a lot of some of the stuff. So <laughs> we, might, we might revisit that Which one. Which is why I've never seen it, probably. Probably. <laughs> and like Did it have a TV version? I know, right? That's what we're going to watch the edited version. Uh, it was in that one movie, Birdman, which I've never seen. That was, that's one that yeah. I, I was kind of curious to see. Um, and we watched this movie not too long ago, Asteroid City. He was in Asteroid yes, City. Yes, that was a cool movie. Who was the director of that? I was trying to remember that um, oh, has shoot. that very... Oh, I'm going to have to look it up. The, pis- the specific... Uh... Wes Anderson. Oh, yeah, Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson yeah. style, yeah. That is a very unique style. I love it. And I'm I think so obsessed. I did like him in that. Now, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm really not a big fan of Edward Norton. Um, I really didn't like him in Incredible Hulk, I think. Mark, yeah. uh, um, Mark Ruffalo did a much better job. Yeah, no, I agree. There's the Hulk, uh, and there's like so many stories behind some of the recastings of that. And I'll, I'll read the read this. I read this on on why he was in this movie. Now he was contractually obligated to be in the Italian job. Really? Yes. Okay. So Edward Norton made it clear that his participation in this film was a result of contractual obligation, not choice. 
he had signed a three movie deal with Paramount of which Primal Fear, uh, which was in 1996 was his breakout movie, was his first. Uh, he kept dismissing scripts for the other two films on, of the deal until Paramount coerced, coerced him into accepting the role in the film. Norton did not hide his misery on the set, <laughs> clashing with crew throughout wow. it. And when the producers handed out gifts to the cast over the movie's surprisingly strong box office performance... Norton returned the gift with a note saying, give this to someone you actually like or someone who actually likes you. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, well, like, maybe he wasn't acting in the movie. <laughs> That's what sounds just like his character would have said. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, wow. So I thought hey, that now was, I don't like him anymore. I, know, right? I, I just I take back what I said already. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've heard a lot of things wow. that he, it may be hard to work with on sets. And, I mean, I think he's a good actor. I just, you know, I don't know. I just, you really d- dive deep into some of these things and you hope that some of these stories aren't true or, yeah. or whatever. So, but. I mean, so you hear all those stories about like Tom Cruise and everything, but like Tom Cruise is freaking Tom Cruise. But he does it. He can do dem- what he wants. <laughs> you know? He does it to demand perfection. Oh not, yeah. He's not, very big a perfectionist. Yeah, yeah. Not to clash against yeah be pretentious right and say look at me i'm amazing right even though like we were just talking about like mariah carey you know you say <laughs> she's like one of the biggest divas i'm like because she's mariah carey yeah, like she, she deserves to be she can do whatever <laughs> the heck she wants to you know i mean it's just like but i mean it's a choice at times though it is, it is a choice at times but i'm just like edward norton i know i'm like no one knows who you are dude chill a little bit yeah, well you wonder like because he is a good actor like has he what has he missed out on acting wise? I don't know. Probably a lot. Choices, but people don't he's done a lot of stuff. Like that. Not a lot of movies that I that I particularly care for, but but I think there's a lot of there's there were some stories about that too with the Incredible Hulk and some of the wow. reasons he got recast and that. So, anyways, well, maybe he's and, a lot like his character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I said that Edward Norton did choose his wardrobe in the making of this character to make it a little more quirky. So he had like, he did like, you know, I guess care for the role though. He, even though he was contractually obligated to do it, he did like, but he wanted to make it known that he was right. Right. <laughs> so very much. Well, and so I don't know. You don't never know what behind the talks behind the scene with Paramount and the stuff, that, you know, they're making it do it. So, but anyways, we'll move on from <laughs> Edward Norton. Uh, some of the other characters in here, you have uh, Jason, Jason Statham, as Handsome Rob. <laughs> he's just Handsome Rob. That's so his name. So funny. I love that. He's, he's such a funny character. He, he's, this was probably the first time I had seen, I, I've been introduced to Jason Statham was in this movie. Yeah. And, uh, he's in all the Fast and Furious movies, but like when I was looking at his um, filmography, I was like, dang, there's a ton of movies I've never even seen. Yeah. And they're like, like probably driving movies. Like he's in like all right. the driving movies. <laughs> Well, that was kind of that's his thing in this movie. He's the driver. Yeah, he which is. is so and he funny. was in which he was in the transporter movies, which the first one came out right before this movie, which is a driving movie. And there's like a there's a um, trilogy on that. He's when he was in Cranks. I'm surprised he, he wasn't in Mad Max. I'll be honest. Oh, that's a full driving movie the All whole right. time. Maybe he was in there. We just didn't know it. All right. <laughs> uh, like I said, he's been in, he's been in like several Fast and Furious movies. He's been six through ten. And then he was in the spinoff Hobbs and Shaw, and then he's been in the Expendable movie. So big action star, big a lot of driving movies. What if he's a terrible driver? 
Like in real life. Right, I, would, right. I would love to know. Are you a really good driver or are you really terrible? I know. He just, How many tickets have you he, gotten? Right. As long as he looks like he can drive, I guess that's all you need to do. Right. Um, maybe he's a good driver. I don't know. Uh, so, so let's talk about Seth Green. We talked about him a little bit in the last episode because um, previewing this movie, he plays Lyle or a.k.a. The Napster. The Napster. <laughs> so did you look him up at all? Okay, okay, okay. okay. I have to formally... Wait, what do I have Officially? Formally? Yeah, formally. Formally or, or unformally <laughs> apologize to Seth Green. Okay. Okay. Why, why? Because, okay, so back in the 2000s, okay, maybe 2000, late 90s, there was a man called Tom Green. And I would Tom get them Green. confused oh. all the time. Really? Okay. <laughs> so... I was thinking of Tom Green, not <laughs> Seth Green. Okay. Oh, well, that makes me feel better because I'm kind of like t- Seth Green. And like Tom Green is horrible. Okay. If I, you don't know who Tom Green is, we, you that? look him up or don't look him up. I would advise not to look him up, but you he had this, a show called Tom Green Show, which I don't know what universe someone gave him a show, but it was horrendous. Okay. Do you remember? You don't I don't Tom know. Green? I, I know the name and there's some... You don't remember the, my bum, is, my bum is on his lips. My bum is on his lips. Something, something, something. <laughs> I don't know. That's an Eminem song, but he like redid the song really? in okay. his show. It's just, he's just so stupid. It's just so vulgar and okay. terrible. It was back in the day, like, which I mean, they still do now, but like even more so, I feel like in the early, early 2000s where they would like really, really push the envelope way too far, like okay, on MTV and all that kind of stuff. And um, I used to, I watched MTV a ton when I was a teenager. I mean, I was a teenager. That's what we did. But, um, yeah, yeah. No. Okay, I, I looked him up. I remember, you remember him Tom now. Green. Okay, yeah, he was Tom he Green. Was show. He was married to. Trip. Um, he was married to um, Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Yes, like treated her years. terribly. For like two yes. years. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I so can I got, understand. I got the mixed I don't up. know. <laughs> I don't know a lot of history about him. I'm not a fan either. I'm not a fan of his. I don't know history. Either. I just know I, he right. had that show and it was terrible. And then he was horrible to Drew Barrymore. Um, so. I apologize, okay. Seth Green. Okay. It was not about you. <laughs> okay, very good, very good. Well, I'm glad you took an opportunity to clear that up. And now I'm sure he's listening to this episode right now. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But Seth Green, I do like Seth Green. I think he does a great job in this. It was um, so funny in this. He was my favorite character. Was it? Okay, that's good. Yeah, oh, I yeah. hear that. I, I love him in Austin Powers. He is so funny. The contrast between uh, you know Doctor Evil and his character. And the he's the son of Doctor Evil, yeah. and and into the jealousy of Mini Me, and uh-huh. it's so funny. And he's so like, he's the one that has like like, especially in the first one that he has a very level headed head. You know, yeah. everybody's like, he's like, <laughs> I just think it's so funny when Doctor Evil like puts Austin Powers down, and then like to go like I don't know was it eat by sharks or something and then and then he like closes it up to like so they can't see what's happening he's like what are you doing he's like he's like we don't want to watch he's like I'll just go down there just give me a gun I'll go down there and shoot him and it's over <laughs> that's <laughs> right yeah it's so funny you're like yes like that's all what are you doing it's like that's how he gets away <laughs> yeah and towards the end of the uh, the series or the trilogy he has that balding head yeah. and he's trying to be like he has, like, he has a terrible like evil terrible laugh. laugh I know yeah. I, I love it I love him in uh, Austin Powers movies and he was in remember that movie Rat Race 
Yes. I, that would be I, so funny. I know. It reminds me of my stepdad. It's rat so, race, I feel he like loved it's so underrated. I do too. Yeah. It's it was a good one. Keep a Gooding Jr. in it. Uh, a lot of good A lot of a lot of famous actors. I think Whoopi Goldberg is in that, right? I don't know if Whoopi no, Goldberg. No, I is. thought she was in it for I don't know. a hot second. I know. We should just do that one. We should just watch that just to watch it. We don't have to do this for the podcast. It's true. It's been a long time since yeah. I've seen that one. It was and on TV not too long ago. Was it? I think so. Oh man, I'll be watching that. A few months ago. Um and then we we talked about it a little bit without a paddle. I've um, never seen it. You never seen without Don't a paddle because that was that guy that was on. We just talked about from. Um, I see bits and pieces of it. It was on TV like when I was younger. What was the guy's name that was on? Um, oh. she's all that. She's all that. Yes. Yeah, they're in that together. They're yes. so funny. I, I thought it was. I think it's a funny movie. It's a good one. Um, he vo- also voices Chris Griffin and um, Family Guy okay, and yeah. several other. Voices. I know you're not a Family Guy fan. No. But uh, that movie's that show's been going on forever. He's been in like 417 episodes. I like the clips I see. I know, right? But I've never, I just can't watch them cartoon as an adult. I'm just sorry. <laughs> they are fu- They are very funny. <laughs> uh, I don't watch it, but I do watch a lot of clips of it like you're talking about. He does a lot of voiceover work, too. Yeah. He does a lot of voiceover work. He does Howard the Duck in the MCU movies, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, a lot of their stuff. Uh, he created Robot Chicken. They did 11 seasons, 220 episodes. Never heard of it. Robot Chicken. Yeah, Robot Chicken, it's, it, I don't know. It's, it's not your, that's not your kind of comedy, but it's an adult stop motion animated sketch comedy that aired on Adult <laughs> Swim, which is part of Cartoon Network. Right. Um, it's like a dark comedy satire type of show, but he created it. I think his wife got involved when he got married. He got, his wife got involved in this stuff. He has like a really pretty wife. Like, yes. I'm like, Dude, good job. <laughs> funny. Yeah, he's funny. He's got a quirky guy. Funny guys get the hot wives. <laughs> um, good thing you're so funny, right? Exactly. I'm, mar- <laughs> I'm married up for sure. <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> Not to me. I, I, think you're, I thought it was very serious and very true. Um, and then we have Donald Sutherland, who plays John Bridger. What's his name? Eastland Is- Is- Bay, who plays Left Ear. That's a, that's a funny name. He has, that's his name. His left ear. Yeah. Well, apparently he was deaf. I didn't know he was deaf in the movie. You didn't talk about that? He was one ear. It was deaf. No, I didn't. Oh, they I had a whole story that. about that. Oh, that I guess is I the that only part. flashback for him that we know about him. When he was little, he. Had, I saw the flashback. Yeah. Oh, I guess yeah, he had that's an explosion right, that's right. and he's like, right what? Now. What? And so yeah. that's when he first became the explosive guy. So um, I thought he did a good job as well. I don't really know him from anything, anything else. So. Okay, Megan, we've gone through all the boring stuff. We talked about a lot of characters, anyways. Uh, so tell me your honest opinion about the Italian job. Well, I would say, uh, kind of like we talked about already before, was that um, there was not a lot of backstory. So I felt like it was missing a lot, but also slow at the exact same time. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just felt like. A lot of the dialogue between the characters felt very slow, especially like the serious stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't feel like uh, Charlize Theron and Mark Wahlberg had any chemistry <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> okay. At all. I didn't pay attention to that, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I understand it's not supposed to be a romance movie, but they're supposed to be in and up like falling is, in love. Like, there, yeah, there is a romance portion that's not what the movie's about but i mean that's the yeah. boat that's the boat at the end of the story that they they right. put that they end up but i mean i thought the action was great mm-hmm. um the car chase scenes were really cool 
I uh, don't know what the obsession with Mini Coopers were <laughs> or if they had some kind of like deal with Mini Coopers. Right. Yeah, we'll get into the Mini Coopers. For um, sure. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That's about it. So you did, did you enjoy watching it? Were you Not really. You didn't enjoy, you didn't enjoy I it? I was really bored, I'll be honest. Okay. Okay. I mean, I really loved the Venice boat scene. It was really freaking cool yeah i loved watching handsome rob driving the boat around that was really cool <laughs> i had really good special effects for that um i like the tube chase scene with the mini coopers that was kind of cool okay yeah um i don't know i just thought it was just so dry oh yeah i can see that a lot of di- a lot, <laughs> a lot of missing dialogue a lot of char- like we said the character developments the i don't know uh yeah but um some of the stuff I, I looked at, so we'll go through some of the moments in the movie that are good and, and what made it good uh, that I liked and some of the stuff that we, obviously we talked about some of the stuff we didn't like, but but uh, I thought it was funny because I watched the trailer for this and if you watch the trailer, you actually watch the whole movie in three minutes. <laughs> it was, I was so, so shocked. There was no surprises. It's like lays it all out there. This is what happens they all get betrayed by Edward Norton. They find him. They do this. And like, oh, they, they lost the element of surprise. I mean, the whole thing's in the th- in it. showing him, like, even at the end, being cat, you know, uh, and Charlie's there and punching him at the end. Like, yeah. all that's in the trailer. Oh, my gosh. And it is like, I'm like. This is why I don't watch trailers. Yeah. You would have <laughs> like, okay, is that with the movie? Like, I was I was so shocked on how. What, that's surprising. No creativity in the trailer yeah, I remember making I told you of the trailer movie a couple uh, not a couple weeks ago but like last weekend and you were like well if you forgot anything just, just watch, watch the trailer yeah, watch the trailer <laughs> uh so but this is uh, uh you know i think you get a lot of stereotypical heist movie this is like hits a lot of ticks a lot of boxes with the, with the heist portion of it because you have you have all the, the characters you need you have the planner yeah, i thought it was very <laughs> cheesy esque like it wasn't terrible i've seen cheesier yeah but it was very much like you said like there's a formula for a heist you got all right. the different characters yeah, you got the specialties you got the yeah the special yeah. you got the driver you get the tech guy you get the explosives guy yeah. you get the expert safe cracker you know yeah. you have and then you know you have a story which Okay, you know, this is just straight revenge. It, right. The whole, the po- main plot of it is a revenge. It's also the plot was good. Like, I liked the plot of it. Yeah. Like, I thought that was very intriguing. Right. Um, made made this story good, because who doesn't love a good revenge story? Yeah. Right. Well, isn't, isn't it funny, though, we watch these movies like this, and, like, the ocean movies, and anytime, especially heist movies, because most of them are bad guys. Right. So you find yourself rooting for the bad guys. Like... So I'm sitting there thinking, like, why are we rooting for these guys? We don't know anything about these. Like, okay, they had a gold heist in Venice. It was really cool. They got away. But, like, why are we rooting? They're, they're the bad guys. <laughs> like, like, who are they robbing? Was it, did they, should they have been robbing him? Did they deserve their gold to be taken? Right. Or, you know? But now we know. Now, but yeah. then at the end of the day, like, okay, they got away. It was a really cool scene in Venice, you know. And I saw that, um, that Venice, they, the, the Venice Authority allowed the crew to go over the speed limit for the boat chasing sequences. They had to get permission to wow. do, go run, go that fast. But I'm sure, that was fast. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I, but I remember thinking that during the movie. I'm like, man, that was like, you'd be so much trouble for going that fast in Venice, like splashing water everywhere, for real, <laughs> making wake. But 
I don't know. I just think it's funny how in these movies like this, we root for the bad guys, you know, or people that have, you know, they don't shouldn't be doing that kind of thing. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the whole point of the movie was revenge, and so that's why we found. I didn't mind that part, you know, rooting but for the bad guys. Were they the bad guys? The bad guys? Well, I mean, when they were bad, they're stealing. they're stealing, they're robbing. Yeah, but it's like Robin Hood. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like Robin Hood's not a bad guy. Like, who are they stealing from exactly. in Venice? Somebody had a bunch of gold, so wh- who were they? Like? Well, I think they were getting revenge then, were right? They? I don't know. That's what it seemed like to me. I don't know. That's not, I, don't, I think it's funny, but just thinking about a lot of, a lot of different heist movies. I guess like you're that. right, though. You shouldn't steal. You shouldn't steal. Stealing's steal bad. Steal from first. the poor, give to the rich. I mean, steal from the... Oh, my God. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> steal from the rich, give it to the there poor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's a Robin Hood situation, then yeah, I can, I can get behind it. But we don't know. Like, there is no story. We don't know why they're in Venice doing the what they're doing. Yeah, right. Yeah. And we don't know. It seemed like mobsters. They're already together. <laughs> like, there is no reason that we don't see them coming together for. We don't know why it's this. The Italian crew, mob. Yeah. We don't know why they're coming together for this movie to, you know, or why they're together in general. Why they. What brought them together? Let's talk about the Mini Coopers. You brought okay. the Mini Coopers. So let's talk about the Mini Coopers because this is just a Mini Coopers commercial, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> Literally the whole movie. The whole movie is just Mini Coopers from. Well, Charlize Theron when she dropped when she's driving her Mini Cooper. Yeah, she has her started. own Mini Cooper. Yeah. yeah, she has her own Mini Cooper in the beginning, and so when we, when we first see it her, first was a boat commercial, <laughs> then it was a Mini Cooper commercial. Yeah, it's just the whole Mini time. Coopers. And I remember, okay, so they had um, thirty-two Mini Coopers. They used thirty-two Mini Coopers for this movie throughout the shooting. They actually made. Several electric ones because when they did the tunnel scenes yeah. under, in the uh, they or not the one where they're in the when when they're actually driving in the with the train tubes, yeah no, not the tubes and stuff oh. but the train like they, oh, oh, they okay. in oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah in Los Angeles they didn't allow they don't allow right. motorized vehicles yeah. over there so they made those electric so they could do those that portion and then um, <laughs> that sounds more um, dangerous because the the train's electric. <laughs> yeah, everything's electric. Yeah, I know, but I don't know. I guess, I guess that makes more sense. I was yeah. just thinking like electric on electric. Well, there's no fumes. They want the fumes. Oh, okay, the point is the fumes okay. in the in the tunnels and stuff. So, uh, I remember like, and now it's funny. This past week after we watched this movie, I've seen so many Mini Coopers on the streets that I've never noticed before. I'm like, <laughs> I thought Mini Coopers had like died off. No. Like, but no, they're still around. No. And I mean. I think Mark Wahlberg said it was like driving a souped-up uh, go-kart. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> souped-up go-kart. But I thought that... I remember watching seeing this and was like, I thought Mini Coopers were really cool then. I was like, I don't know. Maybe it was me being young and naive, but... I thought they were too. They were cool. I, 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 I mean, not even from this movie because I'd never seen this movie, but... But it was for for a while, it was... I thought Mini Coopers were, were kind of cool, but, you know... I heard I've talked to somebody that has ridden. I've never even ridden in one before. I've never ridden, but it has like it feels terrible to ride in. It's like very rough. Yeah, it's like riding a go kart. Very rough riding. But I was like, hey, they soup them up like because they did talk about they souped them up and and everything for the for the um the height for the heights and stuff. So I'm like, hey, I drive a you know souped up one. But they said uh, so the 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 they gave all the the Drivers would, I guess, it would have been just Mark Wahlberg and Charlie Theron and and um, Jason Statham. They get like driving lessons and stuff, so they could 
because they did all their dr- own driving. Like okay. for, for the most part, they did their own driving. So they went to driving school and stuff like that to do it. And all of them said that Charlize Theron was by far the best driver out of <laughs> all of them. I mean, it, it shows in the movie. I felt like she had the best driving or at least, at least showed her that way. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, which I could, I could see that. She looked legit. They said that during production that she got a speeding ticket for driving her on her own car for driving over more than 40 miles an hour over the speed limit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she said that after filming driving so fast that she couldn't she get forgot. her speed down to drive home. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did she give that ticket to the uh, producers? <laughs> She's like, I'm good at this. I can drive. Yeah. That was funny. But I don't know. What do you think? Does, does Did the Mini Coopers hold up? I think so. I mean, at first I thought it was a little annoying. I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous. Like, what is the deal with the Mini Coopers? <laughs> but I don't know. I, I understood the purpose of them because they were small enough to fit into, you know, the tunnels and stuff like that. But, um, well, I guess they were going to use it to fit into that guy's house. Yeah, that, that, was, that the was the whole point plan. of it. That's right. That was the yeah. whole point was they, they her car was a Mini Cooper that they, they measured and stuff right. so it fit. So they got other ones, so. Um, which is funny about this movie because, like you said, they had a whole different other heist plan. They spent all this time planning yeah, this heist, and it went out the window. You know, right. when um, he found out, when yeah. they found out about it, and, and things started changing. All that went out the window. Which that brings me to, I, I loved um, the driving scene with the armored cars. I thought that was really cool yeah. um, with uh, um, the rerouting them. Yeah. The Lyle rerouting them with the computer and the stoplights and stuff. I thought that was really funny. And I, would, I mean, it was really cool. Yeah, I, I thought it was cool. I remember one, because I hadn't seen this movie in a long time, and I remember parts of it, but I remember distinctly remembering, I thought it was cool at the time, the way that they found out which gold it was in it, and they were like, which one's squatting more, oh, you know? Yeah. And so, I and they did the, I, at the time, I thought that was so cool and genius. <laughs> I'm like, that is neat. And, and I, I like how he changed the, the stoplights. Yeah, no. <laughs> Caused a traffic jam. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that was pretty neat. But, yeah, this that was uh, the whole driving through Los Angeles and the helicopters, the helicopter and... Oh, um, the helicopter. I got so many issues with that thing. Oh, really? The car chase. Let's talk about that. Oh, so annoying. Well, that was when that was when uh, Edward Norton's character started to get really annoying. <laughs> when he felt like he's just he just gave off this whole like nothing can stop me, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm smarter than you. Yes, you can't outdo yes. me. Yes, and it just got really annoying. Which I mean, I'm, I think that's probably the point. Oh, yeah, yeah. But um, the helicopter in like the the. I don't know what that was, like a parking or under the bridge, under the bridge, under the bridge. I'm like, dude, this is so stupid. There's no way possible that was. That was really filmed. No way. They really filmed that <laughs> helicopter under the bridge. Oh, my God. That's and, so dumb. <laughs> yeah. They really. And that's what they said that, which I think a lot of the movie does hold those parts of the movie. A lot of the movie holds up because there were so much. Everything was practical effects. Right. And the it driving, looked like it. Yeah. It looked like special and effects. And so it did. They, it, I think that's why a lot of it It just looked up. like it was kind of like, really? They really did that? Yeah. You I'm know? like, the helicopter driver, you know, in real life would not attempt that. Right. If they were like, go into there and go get him. Like, I'm like, he'd be like, nope. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I just could I guess I, I was like, I was, I was like, why is he not just going through the helicopter? Like, What's the helicopter gonna do? Yeah, I, I couldn't he figure out. He hits you a little bit, and then he. I'm tilts. like, I think you would hit him, and he would 
bang into the wall and die. <laughs> that's what, <laughs> yeah, no. I just I, that part was just really annoying. It was kind of like like they had to stand off, you know, mm. like you can't get past me. I'm in a huge helicopter, <laughs> you know. And I was like, no, <laughs> just go. What the world? I mean, it wasn't a Mini Cooper. So yeah, maybe yeah. they can't really do yeah. much. But it wasn't like a big old truck or something. True, <laughs> armored, I guess. That armored truck would have just plowed through it. True. But, but I don't know. I just thought that was kind of goofy. But, yeah. I mean, probably dudes thought it was pretty cool. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, there's definitely, and everything, you're like, okay, that's not believable. That's not believable. But apparently but, it was. Yeah. It happened. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the fact that they could do that, they actually, I guess a stunt helicopter driver did it for the movie and stuff, so... But yeah, the tunnel scene was good. The, coming out of the tunnels into the water was kind of crazy. Yeah, uh, that was cool. The way cool. they did it. And then we talked a little bit about Lyle or Seth Seth Green's, but with the Napster tie-in, which you know obviously doesn't hold up after no twenty twenty one years. Means. Yeah, Napster is not. But um, at the time, it would have been a big a big story. But so right. so one thing about I, I found out about this is Lyle Seth Green. Um, in the movie, he claims to be the creator of Napster, uh, the first online uh, file share service for music, and that it's uh, that it was stolen by a, his college roommate Sean Fanning. Uh, in the flashback, when Lyle is sleeping, his roommate takes the disc on his PC that has the Napster on it. His roommate is portrayed by the real Sean Fanning. Oh, wow. The uh, guy who made Napster. The legitimate <laughs> creator of Napster. The legitimate one. Oh, that's yeah. funny. <laughs> uh, when Fanning steals his disc in the scene, the, the bottom of the scene, you can see a, metallic, a Metallica poster on the wall. Metallica's drummer, Lars, uh, Lars Ulrich, was famously a very local critic of Napster, and Metallica filed a lawsuit against the service of, for copyright infringement uh, and racketeering. So they had a little Metallica... Um, Easter egg in there that they were they were all tied together to the the Napster thing. So I just thought I thought that was really neat. They just threw all That's that in cool. there. But Seth Green, I think he's really funny in this. Yeah. Uh, I saw that when they when he does his uh, handsome Rob impression. Yes, that I was, wrote that down. You did? That okay. was so funny. They, they said that was all improv. There's like a lot of improv <laughs> for that. That's not in the movie. And oh, he had funny. that. He's, they said he had the director like in tears, crying, he was so <laughs> laughing. That's so funny. <laughs> he does such a good Jason Statham. <laughs> yes, he does. That <laughs> uh, was that was probably one of my favorite scenes too. Um, do you have any other things? Uh, we have to talk. We can't. We okay. can't go a whole podcast episode about this movie and not talk about um, Skinny Pete. Skinny Pete. <laughs> Skinny Pete. What was Skinny Pete? <laughs> what, what did I miss? Hold on. Skinny Pete was the big guy. <laughs> oh, Skinny Pete. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Skinny Pete. That's funny. And he the don't stare scene. The d- don't stare. Don't, don't stare. <laughs> and that's what he did the whole time was stare. Oh, that and was uh, he had, and he also had one of the quotes that I liked um, when he called him on the phone, was asking him like, "Did you tell him about the gold or whatever?" And then uh, they had a conversation, or whatever. But at the end, he said, "If there's one thing I know, it's never to mess with Mother Nature, mother-in-laws, and mother effing Ukrainians." <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so funny. He called Skinny Pete. Skinny Pete. And this guy's huge. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a whole. That was a good. Uh, Comedic choices on that with yeah. uh, uh, See, left Mark ear. Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg was hilarious. I thought he was so funny in <laughs> yeah, that scene. Yeah, uh, <laughs> left ear was very funny with that. The way yeah. His reactions was great. Yeah. He did a good job with that. 
Yeah, there's a couple of good comedic points in there. It was really funny. Along with, I like the scene when they do when they're um, Charlize Theron is is with Edward Norton and she doesn't he doesn't know who she is yet and they have that dinner and that and then he finds out because he he says the line which is really the only line I wrote down in this was the um, when he goes uh, still don't trust me and then she says I trust everyone it's the devil inside them that I don't trust yeah. which is what her dad said right. and so that was a big cue that that she was who she was. And so I just thought it was really know, neat. You with, big dummy. Why'd you say that? <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was, it was really, it was a cool moment when she lays over the, the glass and all the guys come out, you yeah. know, to protect her and stuff. I was like, oh, that's really cool. That was really, was really cool. Really, it was a cool I moment. I think they've done that. I think they've done that in Oceans before. Maybe. I think they that's, have. That's not, like, it's not the first time I've seen something like that Okay, before. maybe it's, I don't know, some movie def- I think I've seen. That's that definitely a thing before. to do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I feel like it was in Oceans. I think, um, I don't know which one it was, but the one with um, Joey Roberts, and mm-hmm. she did that or something. I don't remember. I don't remember. I could be making it up. Yeah. But there are scenes that are okay, like that. Good. They're different like that uh, in movies. Uh, but I didn't remember that that being part of this movie, and so it was kind of neat to see. I, I thought yeah. it was really cool. Who was your favorite and least favorite characters, Megan? Um, well, I was going to say my favorite was Edward Norton. Oh, I've changed your mind. But. <laughs> I mean, he can still be your favorite character. I mean, it's just because of his history. He wasn't my it? favorite character. I thought he did good as the character. But my favorite character was Lyle. Oh. I thought he was so funny. And uh, I just really felt like this movie needed a comedic relief. And he did a good he job a good of that. Job. Yeah, he did. Um, I also really liked Jason Statham in this movie, even though Hanson he didn't Rob. really he didn't really have a huge role. But I feel like when he was on screen, he was very present. Yeah, and uh, he had some really great lines too. I think Lyle just got all the great lines. Yeah, you know, which is like you said, that's the point. Or unfortunately, of, but yeah, which is like you said, that's the point of him being in the movie. You got to yeah. everybody has different personalities and characters, and he did a good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like Charlize I Theron and Mark Wahlberg, as great actors as they are, I feel like they got um, a disservice. Yeah, they just they were not memorable to me. Mm-hmm. Like you needed more history on it. There was some more yeah. character development and maybe some back, some more flashbacks or something. I get. I mean, because I feel like with a drama, which I would say this is an action drama, or maybe just action, I don't know. It's not a comedy. Um, there's comedic parts, but to me it's not a comedy. But I feel like with an action, you have to have more story behind it. And for a comedy, it can just be funny, you know? And this was that's why I felt like, you know, the ones who were kind of funny were great, and the ones who weren't were just kind of meh. <laughs> Meh. Meh. Like I feel like anyone could have been in that role and it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. <laughs> like it could have been literally anyone. <laughs> Drew Barrymore. <laughs> no, no. I think she does have a better presence about her than a lot yeah. of characters. Uh, she does great driving. Driving. Um, obviously, has the look that you that Hollywood wants for a yeah. female lead. And, yeah. And uh, I think no, she's, she's very good. beautiful. She did a great job with Becky. <laughs> <laughs> Which I cannot remember. This is so so off left field. But there's a movie and there's a chicken. Do you remember the movie and the chicken's name was Becky? Do you remember this? You're going to have to cut all this out. No, I'm leaving it all in. So keep digging home. Because there was a, I think it was a, what was a skit? I don't know. It's something the kids watched and it was this thing (laughs) called Becky. I don't know. I'm going to have to look it up. Okay, we'll look up and show me what you're talking about. We're going to figure it out. Because it, it was like a chicken named Becky. <laughs> or like a duck or something. Maybe our, maybe our 
listeners know what you're talking about. The kids would about. know. It's, and uh, uh, but anyway, this is all I ever kept thinking of is I don't know that name Becky. Becky. Duck. The, that's I a, don't know. That's a funny choice for a name on, for this movie. I, think. I know. Becky. <laughs> And then this Lyle Linus. I wonder what she named the other one. <laughs> so that was so bad. Oh no, that got that got that just got like like whooshed over. Like they didn't really that was like I didn't even catch it until I started reading like the quotes and stuff. Yeah. And um I was like, Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> All right. Well, we could uh, we can move on from from Becky, but uh, was there anything else you want to talk about? On oh, that? I got it. Okay. You, okay, it's Finding Dory. The dumb duck in Finding Dory was named Becky. Really? Yes, the one that had that. The one that the um, No, it was a duck. From Finding Dory. Oh, Finding Dory. Finding Dory. Yeah, it's at the very end, and it's this one right here. That that I guess it's a seagull, but it's like a seabird i don't know what call it seagull right there but um it was just a um a duck named becky and it was like it's really dumb and it was it's just funny (laughs) funny. anyways it's funny good job (laughs) glad we figured that out yeah it's killing me (laughs) apparently the duck in uh saved by the bell was also named becky (laughs) oh that might be where they got that name from maybe (laughs) the duck from saved by the bell yeah anyways (laughs) We went off real far. Yeah. Let's well, bring Be- it back on. Becky was a trigger word for Megan. <laughs> so you know how you get those sometimes where you have these names or like phrases and they just trigger something and you're like, where was that from? Yeah. And I just remember there was a scene and I'll play it for you after this okay. episode, but the kids thought it was hilarious and they just would say it all the time. That's just what triggered it for me, I guess. I don't know. That's hilarious. Anyways, Anyways. let's get to the ratings. Okay, let's get to the ratings. (laughs) Before my iPad's about to die. All right, so this is uh, back to the his and her ratings, and you get to rate my movie, and I'm a little scared, but I think I've had worse choices. (laughs) Yeah, so I would would give it a three. A three, okay. I think it's... It's got good moments. I, I don't know. It's got great moments. I love, like I said, I love Lyle. The chase scenes were really good. It wasn't, they weren't drawn out like Mad Max. <laughs> um, they had good non-special effects, I guess, because they were actual well, real. Special, you know. special effects. Okay, well, special CGI, effects. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Special effects. They were believable. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I give it a three. A three? Okay, I respect that. I probably wouldn't watch it again. Yeah. I mean, if it was on and the chasing was on, maybe. Yeah. But it's not one of those that I would, like, sit down and watch if it was on. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen it, and we had talked about it and brought it up. So that's why I've... I mean, I'm glad to watch it again, because I was kind of wanting to watch it. It was kind of... Yeah. It was kind of fun to watch again. I do think a lot of it... A lot of it holds up. A little technology could could be a little bit better now with some of the stuff. Um, obviously, um, more relevant... Stuff like Napster. Right. I don't know what was a new uh, a new Spotify. version of that. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But you know, different different aspects of it. But I think I do think the action part of it d- does hold up pretty well. Yeah, no, it was cool. I and liked so, it. It's like a Tom Cruise movie. That's what it reminded me of yeah. the action part of it. Yeah, it was good. It is, during the time when car chase movies were are big and heist movies. Yes, you have Ocean's Eleven and the Fast and Furious franchise going around. It's kind of a yeah. combination of both kind of yeah, deal. yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, I mean, yeah, I think it's. I think yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm glad I watched it, but um, a lot of things are better remembered 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now looking forward to our next episode and you get to pick uh, the movie to watch. And so I am nervous about this one because I think you're going to, you're going to let me have it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no holes barred. Okay. So I'm, this is another, another Julia Roberts movie. Oh, surprise. Uh, I know. <laughs> I mean, she's just great. And yeah, she did some great movies, a great, a lot of great chick flicks. Um, this is one of my another top ten favorite movie of all times. Ooh, no yes. pressure it was for a me. Very, it was a very favorite movie of mine and my mom and my sisters. We would watch this movie all the time, quote the movies, sing the songs. Um, is it more appropriate than um, Pretty yes, Woman? Yes, it's more more appropriate than Pretty Woman. Yes, it is. Uh, she's not a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm scared because I don't think you're going to like this movie at all, and you're probably going to rate it really bad, but... You think I've seen it before? You said you have? I said, I don't know which one it is. You think, oh, okay. I, you think I've seen it before? I think you said you had seen it before. Okay. Well, it's the 1997 My Best Friend's Wedding. Oh, was that on the other day? No, you said no, that No, that then. was Runaway Bride that, that was That was Runaway on. Bride, oh, okay. which is also one of my favorites, but this one is superior in my opinion. Oh, okay. Who's in this one? With, this with is her? Julia Roberts. Um, this is, um... Oh, shoot. Oh, come um, on, you gotta know it. Cameron Diaz, which people always forget she's in this movie because oh, she's okay, so okay. young. And then I can't remember um, the guy. Ugh. Is that Dempsey guy? Patrick Dempsey? No, not Patrick Dempsey. Um, it's the other Dempsey. I think there's two. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's Dermot. Mc... No, it's Dermot Mulroney. Oh, Dermot Mulroney. Uh, yes but anyways um yes so that's my pick it's again like i said top 10 favorite movies um you can watch it on netflix so it is on netflix if you have subscription or 3.99 on other streaming services (laughs) we always forget to say that yeah Um, yeah. sometimes those changes though they're not going to be the same true in like a year when people true no by the time people listen to this (laughs) sometimes (laughs) a year um but no, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch it again myself because it's been a while since I've seen okay. it. But just be prepared. I probably will quote it a lot. Okay. Just I won't let that affect my ratings. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm curious now how this one compares to other Julie Robert movies and other rom-coms that you've picked so far. So yeah. we'll compare some of these movies now. Okay, so cool. I'll, all right, I'm excited. I'm not really excited to watch it, but I'm excited to... <laughs> Get... You're excited to watch me watch it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? All right, well, we'll wrap it up. Well, thanks, everybody, for sticking with us this long. If you have, uh, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Make sure you're leaving us some... Um... Five-star ratings, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Leave the five-star ratings, write a review, tell your friends, find us on YouTube, subscribe, all those things if you are enjoying it. So... Uh, help us out when you can so but we'll we'll see you next time next week uh same bat channels same bat time <laughs> <laughs> bye. bye guys bye guys see you next time bye